This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Here's a headline uh, that jumped out at me. Doctors warning men that they should not put apple cider vinegar on their penises. (laughs) Oh, we can't have any fun anymore. Apparently, there are ads that are popping up on the internet. This article says most of these ads are on adult websites. And they are talking about how if you use apple cider vinegar on your junk, it'll make it bigger. Really? Because I've been using it to get the skunk smell off my dog. (laughs) Okay, I was wondering where you were going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, probably could probably do a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll get remedy style. It'll get the smell off. That's for sure. Wow. (laughs) But uh, yeah, they say it could uh, cause an infection. It could burn your skin. It could allow bacteria to enter your bloodstream. Uh, yeah, these these ads aren't just encouraging you to put it on. Some of them are encouraging you to put apple cider vinegar in your PP. I don't even want to know how. You'd need some sort Eyedropper? of device. Okay, we don't need to speculate. <laughs> well, you're right, you're right. Because <laughs> that's probably why they thought at first maybe it was working because your uh, junk is swelling up through irritation. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, it is working. Oh, wait. Feels terrible. Boy, this tumor sure has made my penis bigger. I just wish it was more symmetrical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, doctors say do not put apple cider vinegar on or in your manhood. It doesn't make it bigger. Everyone knows that Frank's Red Hot Sauce is what (laughs) you should be using. I put that S on everything. Can't stop thinking about the fact that somebody's put ads on the internet telling men... To put apple cider vinegar on their uh, on their junk to make it bigger. Like, I don't. I, I'm trying. What is the end game there? What is what is the motivation? Is it an apple cider vinegar company that is just trying <laughs> to boost their sales? I don't know. I think there's just trolls out there who get off on the idea of people they will never meet and they will never find out about it, but ruining people's days or messing with people, even if they will never see the results. So you think it's kind of like the the YouTube video where the guy's like, hey, if your cell phone falls in water, forget the rice. You should put it in the microwave for 10 minutes. Yeah, totally. And then you ruin your phone. And you're right. The guy never knows how many phones get ruined because of the video. But he just always has that in the back of his mind. Someone's going to fall for it. Yeah, or somebody just sends a random virus in the email. They don't know who's opening it, you know? That would be incredible if it was true. Doctors are saying, by the way, as we mentioned earlier in the show, doctors are saying do not put apple cider vinegar on your your pee-pee. It will not make it grow magically. But it will make you last longer. No, it won't. Don't. I got all this apple cider vinegar, Tad. I got to do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be incredible if you, you know, you're running your your mom and pop apple cider vinegar company, and then this was discovered? Because you wouldn't be able to find this stuff. You think there was a toilet paper shortage? (laughs) You wait until apple cider vinegar makes your penis grow. (laughs) That stuff would be like gold. Oh, yeah. You'd be, Bitcoin millionaires would be jealous. (laughs) Apple cider vinegar stocks would go through the roof. (laughs) 
And guys would just not, with your penis. Guys would just not stop <laughs> applying it too. They'd be dragging it behind them like after oh, yeah. five years. They wouldn't care how big it got. Yeah, he, they just keep going. It's like enough. It's like look at the lip injections these days. Uh huh. There's there's no how, limit. How big the lips need to be. I, I guess if the lips keep getting bigger. <laughs> Everything does. Yeah, right? why not? You got to keep up with the Joneses. Why not keep applying the apple cider vinegar? It doesn't work. Okay, we just let's make that clear. Doctors are saying it doesn't work. Do not apply it to your your sensitive areas. This uh, this video that's gone viral is hilarious. Uh, have you seen the Oklahoma six year old's birthday party video, Jim? No. With Bigfoot? No. What? <laughs> So a mom thought it would be a good idea to hire this uh, this Bigfoot to come to her kid's birthday party, bunch uh-huh. of six-year-olds, and they had the kids were inside, and they had Bigfoot kind of appear outside of the window, and the parents are like, oh, look out the window. And when the kids see Bigfoot, not the reaction the parents were hoping for. Oh, wow. a cat fight like a literal fight amongst cats <laughs> they all start crying screaming <laughs> running for cover they're terrified oh no of this uh, six years old of this bigfoot it is kind of just looming it almost it's like, like one in nature it sounds like where it walks by well it looks more like uh michael myers or jason Voorhees. <laughs> You know, it's just (laughs) these dead eyes staring at the kids through the window. (laughs) So funny. It's like my nephew loves dinosaurs, but if a T-Rex showed up at his birthday party, I think he'd freak out a little. There's a difference. It's not like a mascot style Bigfoot. You know, it looks a little cartoony. This is a fairly realistic looking (laughs) Sasquatch. It looks like it could be a a monster or animal coming to eat the children. (laughs) Uh, I I wonder if I'm going to do anything uh, trying to have fun with my kids that will traumatize them or scar them for life. I I think it's inevitable. Did your parents ever try to have fun with you and it ended up scarring you, Jim? No, I don't. They weren't really pranksters, you know? Uh, I can't really think of anything. One time my dad pretended to fall out of a tree and be dead. And I was about five or six years old. (laughs) That is awful. Yeah, he, he was, pretended to climb a tree and then he fell. He's like, whoa, and he fell on the ground. He was just laying there. It was wintertime in the snow. I must have been about five. That's but, terrifying. And and then I was shaking and I was like, are you okay, Dad? Are you okay? And he just kind of lied there for a second. And then I started crying. I started running home. We were at the park. And uh, then he's like, whoa, hold on. I'm joking. I'm kidding. And... Uh, I stopped crying, but I guess on the inside, I never did stop crying because I'm thinking of it this morning, and I'm a middle-aged man. (laughs) This was a test, son, and you failed. Man up, (laughs) you wimp. Jim, we got a message here on Facebook. Going to read. It's from Mike. Okay. Hey, Taz and Jim, could you please ask your listeners if they're tipping more than they used to? I was out for dinner with a friend, and he gave me the gears when I tipped the waitress 18%. He thinks you should tip more now to show your appreciation because there's a waitress shortage. Is 18% not a good tip anymore? Thanks, guys. Love your show, Mike. 18% is fine. 15% is fine. 
You're not obligated to subsidize anybody's wage. A 15, like 15% is the cordial thing to do. It's still fair, even after COVID. Are you tipping 15%? Uh, I don't know. I kind of, it kind of depends on the situation and the server. Uh huh. I, I, but have, I wouldn't be ashamed if I did 15% at all. Some of the places that I, I would go to before COVID regularly, you know, you get to know the staff and mm-hmm. I, I've gone back to those places now and I have tipped a little higher, mm-hmm. kind of like a, Hey, uh, missed ya. Sure. Yeah. Well, Hey, I missed you tip. And also I know I'll see ya. In about 24 hours again. So. Right. And you also know that I'm Taz from the radio, and I don't want you telling <laughs> everybody that I'm cheap. Yeah. You have an active Twitter account, and I got to watch myself. <laughs> but I'd say 18% is kind of my standard for dipping. Oh, <laughs> it just keeps going up, you know? It was 15% was like plenty 10 yeah. years ago. Now it's 18? Well, sometimes they don't even give you the option to do 15. Like if you go, they say, would you like to add a tip? And you hit yes. And then it says percentage or dollar amount. And if you hit percentage, it'll start at 18%. It'll be like 18, 25, 30% will be your options. And when they do that, I put in 10%. So you go other. Yeah. Other. Yeah. I say, don't try to to hose me. We all know the standards. It's 15, 20, 25. And we're getting a bunch of text messages here. I'd say 15% is fine. A few friends and I went out for dinner. We each did 15%. The server made like 40 bucks off our table. I'd say that's a pretty good haul. (laughs) I agree. That's pretty good. I remember when I was 20 and my sister was 18, she worked at Kelsey's and I worked pouring concrete and she made almost three times as much money as I did that summer. Well, she was working harder than you. <laughs> Pouring concrete's easy, right, Jim? She was working six hours a day. Good for her for making that dough. She's a pleasant gal, and I probably got a ton of tips because she's funny. But, I mean, come on. You were jealous. I was. Talking about tipping. Should you tip more now that we can go back out to restaurants and bars again? One of our listeners, Mike, says he got tip-shamed when he went out with a friend, tipped 18%. His friend says that's not enough. you got to show your appreciation for all these servers who are off work. There's a server shortage, and uh, you got to let them know that you're glad that they, they returned to the restaurant so they could wait on you. Not a lot of people agreeing with your friend, Mike. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. Here's a text message like this. Tipping is stupid. How does the amount change based on the price of a meal? People get mad at customers for not tipping enough. Why not get mad at restaurants for not paying enough? I I agree to a certain extent. Like, I have no problem tipping because it is what it is. You know, it's an obligation. But it's the only industry where the owner doesn't have to pay the person minimum wage. Is expected that the Customers customer subsidize top them it. up, yeah. And if the customer decides not to, that person may not make minimum wage. It should be situational, though, right? Like, it, what happened? You're expected to give a tip even if you get bad service. Is mm-hmm. the thing that bugs me. Mm-hmm. You should tip based on how good the service is. That isn't that the whole point of tipping? Like, if you do a great job, you're going to get paid more money. I think that's probably how it started, but then it was like boiling a frog. It slowly became less and less the the restaurant owner's responsibility. I don't know how it happened, but it has. Hey, guys, if there's a waiter-waitress shortage, wouldn't, in theory, there be more tips for those that remain? (laughs) 
I, I, don't, I don't understand why people would need to tip more. I guess that kind of makes sense. They'd be working twice as hard, technically, then, to make that make sense, but yes. Susan says, hey, Taz and Jim, I normally tip 20%, Ooh, providing the server is attentive, pleasant, and all-around sweet and nice. It could be higher, though, for really great service. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Taz. It was uh, a number of years ago. We were down in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, my boss was taking us out for dinner, and the it was a nice, fancy steakhouse. The uh, the tab was like getting on to five thousand dollars, and you could see he's like tight as bark in a tree. He was squirming on how much to give a tip for, and he finally figures it out and puts a tip on. And so we get back to the hotel, having a few more drinks, and one of the boys says, uh, "Hey, did you know that the uh, gratuities were included in that bill?" Oh, I thought he was going to shit his pants. He was calling the uh, restaurant back, begging them to give us money back. <laughs> he called to get a refund on his additional tip. <laughs> Sorry, it sir. Is. It doesn't work that way. I just thought I'd pipe that one in on your uh, tip thing. I do hate when they include the tip and they don't make it clear. It's a sneaky mm. move, isn't it? it? It is a sneaky move. It was in the fine print in the bottom. One of the guys did see it. I never even saw it. <laughs> I love that he didn't say anything till he got back to the hotel, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you peacock. Time for sports here. Mike Stubbs is with us, filling in for Devin Peacock, who's off vacationing this week. And Stubbs, it's time for the NFL. Are you ready for some football? I am ready for some football. I'm always ready for some football. Now, this is still preseason stuff, but remember, they've cut down the preseason games. They used to have four preseason games. Now they have three. They've already played their Hall of Fame game last week between Pittsburgh and Dallas, but things kind of kick off tonight. So we'll have Washington and New England. We've got Pittsburgh back at it against the Philadelphia Eagles, and then everybody else gets into the action. The Bills and Lions play each other tomorrow, and there are lots of games on Saturday. So if you love preseason football where you don't recognize many of the names after the first quarter, (laughs) this is the time for you. Who's looking hot this season? Or can we tell yet? Is it too early? Well, we can look at a few things. Why don't we look at the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady? Would it be too nauseating to expect them to be good again? Is everybody okay if Tom Brady has a chance at another Super Bowl ring? This would be number eight. He'd have one for every finger if he won this. But unless Not Tom including Brady, the thumbs, right? I guess you not, don't count thumbs as fingers. <laughs> still need to text, I you know? Not. <laughs> now, he, he could still hang around in enough time to, to win some for his thumbs, but he'd be getting up there. The one thing everybody's waiting to find out with Tom Brady is, is he going to hit that same thing, say, Peyton Manning hit or Joe Montana hit or Brett Favre, where eventually your arm just doesn't work as well as it used to. You guys know what it's like getting slightly older, right? Both of you are Oh, yeah, especially when your arm never worked in the first place. (laughs) Listen to Stubbs. You guys know what it's like to be washed up. (laughs) (laughs) But you get up and and just things just don't work like they used to. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. There's pills for that now, Stubbs. (laughs) Well, maybe that's... You put a ring on that, too. Maybe that's what Tom Brady's been taking. I don't. I have no idea. I guess that's going to be his only option when he when he runs out of fingers and thumbs. <laughs> he's got room for one more ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, and the, he and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hoping that they can continue their success. Here's the other thing they've got going for them: they return every single starter, so everybody who played in the Super Bowl last year can come back. Mm. So that makes them the very easy 
early favorite. And if we look locally, Cleveland, this could this could be their year. This this really could be their year. They were expecting a, a couple years ago, certainly last year, a couple years ago, everybody was ready to crown them Super Bowl champions. They seemed to believe their own height, didn't play very well. Last year, they didn't do what they wanted to do. So, so maybe this year, Browns fans, the Bills are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, and the Lions aren't. No. Well, Lions fans are accustomed to that, so... They have a coach that says he wants his players to bite people in the kneecaps. So that could be fun to watch. <laughs> this guy is the opposite of Ted Lasso. Or if, like Ted Lasso, right. like smoke meth. Very positive, but very aggressive. Yeah, he, he wants a real lion at the practice facility <laughs> to motivate the players. Uh, Bills, they've been playing well. They looking hot, too? You know what they are. Josh Allen just got a massive contract. Millions and millions. He could buy some small countries. He has enough money to do anything he wants to. He doesn't have his Super Bowl ring yet, but Bills fans, they need to get excited. They get those tables ready. NFL preseason football is back tonight. Jim, remember I I gave you a Christmas present a couple years ago for your PlayStation. I got you a farming simulator. Uh, wasn't, Wasn't that a thoughtful gift? Uh, Yeah, I love video games, and I'm I'm from a farm town, sure. Uh Uh-huh. You thought it couldn't get any better than that, but check this out. Now available for the Xbox, Lawn Mowing Simulator. This is an actual video game, and it looks good. It does. (laughs) Actually, it looks like a relaxing game to play. I just watched the trailer, and it's described as a... uh, Open world RPG. That's role playing game, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you start your lawn mowing guild, <laughs> you select your lawnmower. <laughs> and, and you know, racing games when you go through, you're like, oh yeah, I want the yellow car with the fins, and yeah. look at look at all the different lawn mowers you can select. And it's actual the scoop. They're uh, licensed by like actual lawn mower manufacturers. Oh, so, so these, you get like a Husqvarna. You can get the actual real world lawn mowers that you can experience <laughs> in this thing. Uh, there's side quests and hazards, and you uh, you head out in this open world game <laughs> and experience the beauty and detail of mowing the great British countryside. Oh, it's a British game. In Lawn Mowing Simulator. Huh. Ride an authentic and expansive roster of real world licensed lawn mowers from prestigious manufacturers like Toro, Stiga, and manage your lawn mowing empire. <laughs> This game is going to sell like hotcakes, is it not? I mean, there's logging simulators where you're like working in a forest and you pick up trees. There's all sorts of job simulators in VR. This is going to be a hit, probably. Are we just getting old? I don't know. It's fun cutting the lawn. The other day, I cut my lawn diagonally. And get the the sweet lines? Yeah. There's something satisfying about a fresh-cut lawn. So yeah. I can see it. Standing back with your white New Balance shoes on afterwards, <laughs> hands on your hips, and just nodding yeah. to yourself. Yeah. I did it. Jelly. I, I wish I had more lawn to cut. Well, I don't need it now because I've got <laughs> a lawn mowing simulator for the Xbox. We'll, we'll post it. If you want to see what this game looks like, we'll post it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Dad's out there are really excited. We're going to get a lot of hits from the dads on this one. <laughs> you have the right to remain stupid.
I don't know if we need much more than just the headline on this one, Jim. Guy got arrested for tattooing a child in the McDonald's dining room. There you go. <laughs> you have the right to remain stupid. Hiding in the ball pit. Sums it up. Tattoo happened on Friday. This is in South Carolina. A man was arrested giving a tattoo to a child in the middle of a McDonald's restaurant. 28-year-old man is facing charges for tattooing a minor and tattooing without a license. Oh, I mean, the minor thing is bad, but without a license? He's already on probation for assault and battery. Oh, boy. The illegal tattoo violated his probation, so he's in big trouble. Probably going away for a while. On the bright side, lots of people to tattoo in prison. <laughs> yeah, you don't need your license there. And they'll love the Hamburglar tattoos. Rubble, rubble. That's probably, what was he writing on the kid? Does it say? We don't know. Oh, my God. We don't know. And I'm looking, there is video. Obviously, at McDonald's, they got security cameras. There's security video. The, the headline is, a child Looks like a teenager. Doesn't make it better. Obviously, okay. well, it so does. I think it does. Yeah. yeah. You picture, like you said, kid coming out of the ball pit. Hey, you want a tattoo? <laughs> you know, like a five or six-year-old. But yeah. it looks like a teenager getting a tattoo. I don't know why the McDonald's. Well, it's very sanitary. They wipe down those tables, you know, after every use. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to prison. <laughs> You have the right to remain stupid. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.